Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you are listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for February 3rd, 2019. Koyo Kubose here, so very, very glad you joined us. Well, I was wondering <clears throat> what I should talk about to uh, in the intro for the, this today. Then I said, well... Uh, why don't I just be topical in terms of what's going on locally uh, right now? And, of course, <clears throat> so I thought of several things. Just mentioning the weather. Um, everyone knows um, that the Midwest and Northeast was plummeted with the polar express, they call it, coming down from Canada, a, a polar vortex. And the cold weather, Arctic weather for um, meteorological or climate reasons came down farther south than usual. So, for example, the Chicago temperature for the high was below zero, you know. And uh, my sister lives in Chicago. <laughs> Okay, so of course I emailed her and said, hey, you know, what's going on? And of course so many things are, it gets national news and schools are closed and this and that. And Whenever I hear extreme weather reports or events, it reminds me of the teaching that it's sort of like nature <laughs> reminds us that Hey, you're not in charge. You human beings are not in charge. Okay. Uh, you cannot control weather. And uh, <clears throat> every once in a while, these things happen and we get pushed around. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, we know it's not going to last. Okay. Whether it's real hot weather, whether it's real cold weather, whether it's storms and everything. We just have to deal with it and keep going. Another <clears throat> big event today is the Super Bowl. 
Now, maybe not for not for everybody gets excited about football, but it is a, a, a cultural, social, cultural event. It's become that way. It's the 53rd Super Bowl, and it's become something bigger than football. They're all kind of uh, parties, uh, and they all talk about all the expensive uh, advertising ads. 30 seconds cost, uh, you know, so many million dollars. And uh, then there's a lot of betting pools and whatnot. And, yeah, that's fine. I think we should enjoy the exciting things that happen and everything, you know. Uh, Even though we know that in the context, uh, such a thing is not very important. Okay, as a sporting event. Yet, uh, we shouldn't poop on it in the sense that, um, you know, why not enjoy uh, enjoy that? Okay, knowing full well that um, there's a backdrop of, wow, right now, very um, <clears throat> dramatic political scene, national political scene is playing out. It's a very unique time in the history of U.S. politics and global relationships and all, you know, man, it's, uh, the news cycle is fantastic. Uh, But even those things, you know, who's in, uh, who's president or what party's in charge and everything uh, is going to change and pass, pass by too. So we can't help but as we experience these things, we know constant change uh, and uh, uh, the interdependency and interconnection of a lot of things. You know, ever since I learned the word takkan, Japanese uh, Buddhist term, T-A-K-K-A-N, takkan, and, which means wide perspective. Wide means maybe philosophical, you know. Um, If we put things into context, context is everything, you know. When we want to evaluate uh, the truth of something or what's proper or our own opinions or values or whatever, uh, it all depends. Things change. and what has been dominant teaching for me is, I remember I attended an interfaith uh, retreat one weekend in Minnesota, and there was a Hindu lady, and of course Buddhism came out of Hinduism, but uh, uh, we were just you know casually discussing things, and she said she mentioned person, place, and time, and. Uh, <clears throat> things, if we have a, we want to evaluate something, well, you know, how important is this or whatever, it depends on the person, of course, to some person, this is important, this is not, person, place, the situation, the context, some kind of behavior is appropriate in certain settings, not in another setting. Person, place, and time. It may it, it may be terrible right now, but 
several decades later, we say, oh, that was a very, you know, the almost opposite of what it was at the time. Now, that doesn't mean that relativity, we shouldn't, um, hmm, uh, misinterpret the because of the reality of uh, relativity, not be moved and see the significance right now, right here, of what's going on. We can't dismiss it or not deal with it or ignore it or deny it because, oh, it's going to change. It doesn't matter. No, we do have to deal with it right now fully. Okay, But we can do that better if we do know Takan working is present. You know? And uh, this is a key aspect, I guess, of right understanding or wisdom, mental flexibility, <laughs> you know, where – uh, we don't catch ourselves. We don't get caught. Okay? I like the word self-victimization. Okay? We don't have to blame anything, you know, really separate external things from us for all kinds of things that happen. Okay? It's our attitude. It's our assumptions, whatever you want to call it, our interpretation. Uh, uh, and, of course, that is not strictly our own it came from some place we got influenced and conditioned in certain kind of ways you know and uh if we are aware of that then that's an input too that boy let me, let me reassess my opinion about it okay it's an ongoing thing it's a you know dynamic work in progress life reality and life flows okay we take a cross section of it and can talk about it but now is gone. <laughs> and uh, so that's what's so kind of fascinating, paradoxical, and frustrating about reality. It's a dynamic flow. Okay. And of course, it's very handy to have concepts and whatnot to uh, analyze life. One's life, what you better have very uh, loose fingers so that, you know, just like a ladder, going up a ladder. You have to grab the next rung, grab it, okay, in order to climb up this ladder. Then you have to let go of the lower rung. So you can't say that grabbing or letting go by themselves are best. It depends. Well, well, I'd like to introduce our Dharma Glimpse, uh, the guest to give us a Dharma Glimpse today, Rob Kanyo. He lives in the Chicago area in Illinois, and he was part of our LM9 group. So let's hear from Rob Kanyo. Good morning. My name is Rob. My bright dawn name is Kanyo, and I'm a lay minister in the Chicago area. For those of you who haven't heard, the weather this past week has been, um, shall we say, out of the ordinary. A polar vortex has plopped itself down on top of the Midwest for a few days, and during that time the temperatures plummeted to over 20 degrees below zero. Chicago itself saw its fourth coldest temperature ever on record, when Wednesday's temperature dropped to minus 23. 
Rockford, Illinois, which is about 90 miles away, broke a record at 30 degrees below zero. Saying, baby, it's cold outside, was a massive understatement. I've encountered temperatures like this before, since I spent a few years living in Rapid City, South Dakota, and the winters out there ended up completely redefining my understanding of the word cold. My wife and kids, however, had never experienced these extreme levels of cold before. Downright frigid, and downright dangerous, and of course, downright uncomfortable. No one enjoys being that cold. No one enjoys being in a situation where frostbite can start setting in in under five minutes. To call this uncomfortable is also a massive understatement. However, in spite of the weather, there were still things that needed to be done, whether we wanted to do them or not. As cold as it was, it was not too cold to snow. And sure enough, we had a snowstorm come through in the middle of all of this. So there was snow out there that needed to be shoveled. And due to a long chain of circumstances, our family is currently down to only one functional car parked outside in the driveway, out there in the cold. With memories of how easily my first South Dakota winter killed both my car and my girlfriend's car all those years ago, I was determined to make sure that wouldn't happen here. But believe me, shoveling in the cold and going out to start and run the car every few hours, all day and all night, those were not things that I wanted to do. They needed to be done, but I certainly did not want to do them. Over the course of the last two years, I've been working on a certificate in Japanese psychology in a program offered by the Todo Institute in Moncton, Vermont. I finally completed that just a few months ago. The certificate program touches on four groups of skills. Acceptance, coexisting with unpleasant feelings, working with your attention, and self-reflection. Those of you listening who are Bright Dawn lay ministers or who are in the lay ministry program, You've encountered or will encounter the self-reflection aspect of this in the Nikon block with Greg Creech's book on Nikon. For me, though, what made me get out there and shovel when all I wanted to do was stay in the house curled up in a blanket with a nice warm cup of hot chocolate, what made me get out there and start that car and run it every three hours during the night when all I wanted was a full, solid night's sleep in a warm, comfy bed, was this set of skills that I learned about coexisting with unpleasant feelings. I thought, I don't want to do this, but I still got up and did it. I felt, I don't feel like doing this, but I still got up and did it. Koyo-sensei, in his book, Bright Dawn, Discovering Your Everyday Spirituality, uses running as an example of this. In the book, he says, When I am running, I let myself be one with running. If I feel tired or unmotivated, I just keep going. If I feel great, I don't get caught up in that either. I just keep going. He also says, joy or sorrow, keep going. Success or failure, keep going. Greg Creech, the director of the Todo Institute, equates this with self-discipline or self-control. In his book, A Natural Approach to Mental Wellness, he says, the ability to coexist with feeling states is the foundation of self-control, but it is truly a skill, not an idea. You develop this skill the same way you learn to play the piano, by practicing. Greg also says, Our feelings are feelings, our actions are actions. The space in between is our freedom. Every time you have an option to not do something that needs to be done, that is an opportunity to practice this skill. That is a gift to you, an opportunity for you to grow. If you find yourself thinking, I don't want to do this, 
Acknowledge that thought, let it go, and get up and do it. If you find yourself feeling, I don't feel like doing this, acknowledge that feeling, let it go, and get up and do it. In other words, keep going. So thank you for that teaching, Koyo-sensei, and thank you all for listening. Yeah, you know, uh, that reminded me, the, the genesis or origin of keep going was when I was running on the lakefront path, uh, Lake Michigan, uh, uh, in the Chicago area, and uh, uh, I used to take the, uh, our dog and have him on the leash, and and uh, uh, I'm I'm a jog. I'm not even a jogger. I'm not a runner for sure, and I'm and I'm almost not even a jogger because. I shuffle along so so slowly that even a fast walker will pass me by. But that's that's what I can do, you know, because I gotta go. Maybe this the lakefront path uh, back and forth is about two miles. Okay, uh, starting point to end, then come back, and you gotta finish it. I mean, if you go. <laughs> The thing is, if you go halfway, well, you got to go the other halfway back, you know, and your car's there. <laughs> and you know you could do it, okay? It's not a matter of, you know, you say, oh, I can't do it, okay? Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, I'm one morning I was jogging, shuffling along, and the dog, of course, goes a little bit faster than me, so he's... The leash is kind of, you know, not slack, and uh, you know it's not too bad, you know. But he's 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 ahead of me, and I came around a corner, and there was an elderly gentleman uh, walking, and he and he saw me, and he said, "Oh, I guess you just have to keep going," and you know, I didn't say anything, and I passed him by, and then I was thinking about it, so I said. You know, yeah, he he's right. You know, he, but that was his feeling when he saw me. You know, shuffling along and <laughs> just hanging on. Uh, and I mentioned that in the book, and it sort of spread to as a, a, a teaching in other contexts. Uh, and I didn't really think of it as a dominant teaching necessarily that's where it started and then but a lot of people uh, you know students and friends and they really picked up on this I mean it, it struck a core I guess everyone could relate to it and could see the value and keep going and so it started to get its own legs and started to go places that I would never have thought about and I could apply it to, you know, not just the, I won't say superficial, but the first thing you think about is, oh, uh, perseverance. You got to keep going and in the face of obstacles and so forth. But you also have to keep going when things are going good. Because if you get caught up in that, you're going to self-victimize yourself that way too. Okay. 
because you know that's going to pass and you can't hang on to that high, okay, that success. Okay? And uh, I know that a lot of athletes, really uh, gifted athletes, they say they don't get too high and they don't get too low. They don't get overconfident and they don't get despondent when things don't go their way. Oh, somebody could argue, hey, isn't that what, what's the good thing of life? That you that you really go high and that you're really hurting and, you know, those extremes are what life is about. You don't want the middle ground, um, you, know, just, you know, not hot, not cold, but just lukewarm. Uh, <clears throat> so you could have that debate, I suppose. Um, but whatever is going on, you still hurt when it's hurting, right in the present moment. Okay, even though you know, it, you know this hurts is not going to last, but it still hurts. Huh? Okay. You are enjoying success, okay. and somewhere in your consciousness, you know that. Oh, I better enjoy it because you know. It's not going to last, okay? but you still really enjoy it. Maybe even more so, you could let yourself go and become one with the present moment because uh, you get practice in this letting go and experiencing the now, okay? Against a backdrop of takan. I don't know, but anyway, this keep going to, uh, you know, take off and uh, had its own life. And and uh, when it's happening like that, you, you let it go. I mean, you let it go its own way. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, if it's a dominant teaching that you become known for, hey, oh, so be it. You know, just keep going. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Excuse me. Still getting over that visit by the from the flu bug Buddha. Uh, but that's all for today's broadcast. So until next time, keep going. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you.